laugh at yourself because in my philosophy is if you're going to laugh about it later, laugh about it now. <laughs> so if you, I've done this before where I've backed into my husband's pickup and I'll just get out and I'll just start laughing and try to get him to laugh instead of, you know, get upset. I'm like, we're going to laugh about this later. So <laughs> Let's laugh about, laugh it, about now. it now. Hello again, and welcome to Leadership is Listening, where I interview inspiring leaders and share their stories and their leadership journeys with you. Thank you so much for uh, subscribing to this podcast. This is episode number two, and we have an exciting leader in today, Katie Alford with Community Foundation of Abilene. She is here with us, and she is going to drop some major leadership value bombs for you today. So grab a pen, grab a pencil, grab a notepad, and take some notes, and let's get into it with Katie Alford from Community Foundation of Abilene. Tell me who your favorite leader is currently. Currently, well, I have a lot of favorite leaders, but... um, I guess the one that really sticks out because I've seen him firsthand and I've been to his kind of operation, if you're talking about big leaders, well-known leaders, it would have to be Dave Ramsey. Um, Last year in the fall, I went through his Entree Leadership. It was kind of a one-week class that they do there at his uh, facilities there in uh, uh, Tennessee. And it was just so interesting um, to watch how his employees treat customers who, you know, we were all there doing this uh, conference and how they treated us. We got to see firsthand how Dave interacted with them. He was there for a little bit part of of the time, but he had other people who he's kind of grown up and have placed in this organization to uh, lead and to, to teach about leadership. And you could just really tell that it was a very um, interesting workplace where employees were taken care of. They had fun. There were um, different things that they talked about. They do uh, celebrations and family type events. And he really cares for the employees, but which in turn wants them to uh, that, that makes them want to make him proud of them and, and do mm-hmm. what they what he wants them to do and takes care of the customers. And I just think that the way he approaches leadership and the way he's continuously trying to train up his employees and train other leaders. I just think that it's a it's a cool way of, of watching somebody be a leader. Yeah, I, I think that his company is so interesting too because they, they live and breathe uh, everything uh, Christian. I mean, they're a Christian-based organization. And uh, one thing I've learned about his company is that they – uh, will not let you gossip period like gossip is a as a no I mean you you gossip you're gone and uh, just that that pillar uh, uh, of excellence that he brings uh, just in that one word gossip you know is fascinating uh, how he, he realizes that can tear a company apart uh, what are your three words that you would feel describe leaders and why um you know I I think when I think of a leader, I think of somebody who's humble. Um, when I admire somebody and whenever I look at somebody as a leader, I don't want them to be, I don't know, in your face, cocky. 
I, I know I, I really think of somebody who's humble and who is just kind of quiet about it and, and, you know, is proud of the story of being, of how they got to be a leader or, you know, why they're such a good leader. You know, you just kind of gain that from them. You don't, they're not the one sitting there telling you I'm a great leader because um, I think that just the humility of, of being a leader is, is something that makes a great leader. I think somebody who's personable, somebody who um, the followers, either be your employees or your family, whatever it is, um, can have a relationship with that person and can get close. I don't think that you can be a leader and lead from far away. I think you've got to have relationship with your people and somebody who's personable and can connect with them and um, can really get close to them. And then honesty. I just think that um, you can't have followers if you're not honest and people can't trust you. And so I really think that, that those three, humility, person, being personable, and honesty, are, are three great leader attributes. That's great. Good, good words. So, I agree. Do you remember a time when you failed as a leader? Right after I became president, I had to fill my role as finance director. And just inexperience in hiring somebody and, and really knowing how to do that and looking at who had applied, there weren't many people who were very qualified at all. I actually hired somebody right out of college. He had just graduated with his accounting degree, thinking I would have the time to teach him everything he needed to know about the position. Well, I, um, he, and this is not to um, be anything negative against him, he had no experience in the real world of accounting and just having the the experience of debits and credits and and knowing which to do in, in certain situations was much more of a learning curve than I realized. And so about a year after I'd hired him, I actually had to let him go because it just wasn't working out. And I felt I, I, felt I had failed as a leader because the next week he was getting married. And I just felt awful about it. I had nightmares. I, you know, I just felt so responsible for his his future. But in the end, it actually worked out. He's a pilot now. Wow. <laughs> he, he changed. He, he realized <laughs> accounting was not his was not his deal. But and so, you know, you, you you just learn even through those failures, you learn how to do things differently, but um, some of them you take very personal and uh, they, they hurt, but you just have to learn from them. So through that, I'm sure you, you felt like you were uh, strong at times, you, you, and maybe you had a weakness too, and maybe it wasn't that example, but another one. But uh, what's your biggest weakness? My biggest weakness is not liking conflict. I don't like conflict at all. I want everybody to get along. And so sometimes that can be um, kind of a bad thing because... I tend not to want to address issues directly. I kind of want to make it, try to make it all work. And sometimes you, it would probably be a lot easier if you just um, kind of said, "This is how it's going to be." Yeah. You know, I don't have to make everybody happy. I don't have, you know, have to be everybody's best friend. And so it's kind of that, kind of like parenting. You know, you want to be your kid's friend, but you've got to be the 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 parent sometimes and say okay you know this is ridiculous or you know we've got to do this we've got to um, we can't make everybody happy yeah and so that's probably my that's weakness. a biggie yeah that's that's mine too uh, what what's your biggest strength um you know 
I, I, you know, that's kind of hard. You know, you think of your strength and you think you're good at it and somebody else may hear it and say, well, you know, you're <laughs> as good at that as you think you are. But mine is, I think, listening. I don't, I would much rather listen to somebody than talk. Um, I would much rather ask questions. I'd rather be on your side <laughs> and listen to somebody else talk. And so I think that's a strength, um, another strength of, of a leader is really just being able to listen and not talk as much. I would much rather rather do that. Shifting gears, what's the biggest difference between a leader and a manager? Obviously, just, you know, you think of a manager managing people, managing what they're doing and what their jobs are and what they're supposed to be doing. If they're not doing them, having to, to work around that or to make sure they're doing them. And I think, you know, a leader leads. And a leader, um, just like I said before, has to have the relationships with the people so that they follow. You can't lead if nobody's following you. And so I think you have to uh, lead in a way that people want to go where you're going and want to do what, you know, if, if you're leading an organization, that they want to do whatever's in the best interest of that organization, whether it be for-profit, non-profit, whatever that is, you have to have a team of people and leading that team is, is different than managing it. I think it's, uh, you know, uh, just a culture uh, of, of the company or the, the group of, of molding that, and the, that would be the leader's responsibility and their job, but they can't do it if they're not sincere about it and have followers to follow. What do you feel like is the most difficult part about being a leader? <laughs> Being responsible for everything and everyone um, and having the time to keep up with all of that. And, you know, if you have a good team, it's easier because obviously you've delegated those responsibilities. But at the end of the day, you're still the one who has to answer to all of that and to uh, if something goes wrong, you've got to take that that blame and you've got to take that responsibility. And so I think just having the ability to manage that and take on that responsibility each and every day because when disaster happens you've you've got to, to lead the, the team through that disaster and whatever that is and I think that just the responsibility of all of that is sometimes overwhelming but it's it's also gratifying too. So how do you lead through change? Oh, one day at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, change is inevitable and and People don't like it. Um, people get in their comfort zones as well as myself. But sometimes um, the the hard part too is to a lot of our change happens because of ideas that come up from different employees, different positions within what we do, and just having the confidence to let them kind of run with it. Sometimes is hard, but um, letting them take that on, take on whatever new project or program or uh, idea that they have. That can sometimes be hard, but sometimes it's the most fun because you get to see something grow out of it or come out of it that wouldn't have happened otherwise. And so I think letting, in this in this certain case of, of new ideas, just letting the, the employees or the, the person kind of take responsibility for it and run with it and kind of delegate that to them. Um, that would, you know, kind of be, I guess, how I would lead through that. What's the one thing that's held you back in your leadership journey? Um, 
probably my confidence in myself. Um, and uh, when I took this job, do the math here, um, I was about 32 years old. And I think my age uh, probably was an issue for some. And I think it got in my mind that, you know, it's hard to lead people who are older than you or who um, have been there longer than you have. And I think getting over that was, was uh, took a while to realize, no, you know, the leadership of this board and the leadership of this organization put me in this position for a reason and they felt I could do it so I should feel like I could do it. And so just getting over the confidence of um, being able to do what what this position. What's some of the best advice that you've ever received? Um, you know, whenever I first took this position and knowing kind of the the significance of it, um, I had one of our previous board members, John Beckham. He actually, we met one day and he said, whatever you do uh, throughout this, take time to spend with your family. Don't let this become your life. And, you know, don't, don't overlook them. And I think that that really stuck out to me from a business person, from somebody who knew what the Community Foundation was about and what this job entailed telling me to to not let this take over my life. Family first. Right, family first. It's good advice. What is a personal habit that contributes to your success as a leader? You know, and I don't even know if this would be considered a habit, but I try to be positive about everything. And I, my husband, he gets a little bit irritated at me sometimes because he'll be talking about something a little bit negative. And I'll be like, but it could be worse. You know, it can always be worse. And or trying to find something positive in something negative. Well, you know, it could turn out this way, or you could learn this from this. And so, really trying to take negatives and turn them into positives, or to to always just kind of um, look at everything negative as a learning opportunity or something that good could come out of it. And so, I don't know if that's a habit. That is a good habit. I try to be try try to be positive about everything. I think that's a habit that people can learn and and that makes it a habit mm -hmm. because it's easy to go negative and to be mm -hmm. uh, Debbie Downer yeah. sometimes. <laughs> well, uh, and I always think this is kind of one of my philosophies. Laugh at yourself because in my philosophy is if you're going to laugh about it later, laugh about it now. <laughs> so if you, I've done this before where I've backed into my husband's pickup and I'll just get out and I'll just start laughing and try to get him to laugh instead of you know get upset I'm like we're gonna laugh about this later so <laughs> let's laugh, about, laugh it now. about it now that's great so you know it's just kind of I don't know it's kind of goofy but you know just that's good advice recommend a book for our listeners that you like um one of the most recent one I've read was actually one that um, we got when we were at Entree Leadership it's called QBQ and it is uh, John Miller, I believe, is the author of that. And it's the question behind the question. And it's really talking about personal accountability and asking yourself questions behind the question. So if something, if, if there's a problem, the question really is on yourself. And it's really, well, what can I do to make this uh, problem easier? Or what can I do to make this uh, better or what can I do to take care of it and so it's not putting it off on somebody else 
it's really you taking the steps to um, do whatever you can do. And it's just a, it's an easy read, but it's a very good book. It's kind of one of those like who moved my cheese books. You know, if you could mm-hmm. get everybody in the office to read it and to buy into it, it would improve the culture of a of an organization. What's the one thing that you want everyone listening to remember? You know, and, and this is something you hear all the time, but I, I really do think you should enjoy what you do every day. And if you're if you don't enjoy what you do, do something different that, that you love because you think about how many hours we spend every week at work away from our families. Um, we should we should enjoy what we do and um, we should be happy because it's it's impacting when we go home at night. If we've had a horrible day, we hate what we do, we hate the people we, we work with, that that spills over to family. And I think that if you are, you know, maybe less pay or maybe it could be different, but I think that if you're happy, there's no price tag on that. I think that really, you know, just being, just loving what you do. How can people connect with you? Um, you know, I'm pretty easy to find um, through the Community Foundation. You know, I'm, uh, we have, I have email, uh, cfa at cfabilene.org. You can always call me at the foundation, 676-3883. And I'm also on LinkedIn under... Katie Alford, I guess, is what I'm under, but um, uh, I, you know, I'm, I've got a lot of LinkedIn people, friends, and so I'm always looking, you know, if who else is out there to connect with, and so that's an easy way. I'm not on Twitter, or, and then I'm on Facebook. Um, it's under Katie Alford. Um, but, you know, I'm pretty easy to connect with. Perfect. Thank you so much, Katie, for doing this. Thank you for asking. You bet. Wow, wasn't that good? She had some great content in there. Laugh at yourself. Family first. Step out of your comfort zone and don't be afraid because if you don't do it, someone else will. Today you spent time with Katie Alford and I believe that if you spend more time with leaders, you yourself will become a better leader. To connect with me, you can do it on LinkedIn and Twitter. Search for Jeremy Meeks, all one word or email me at jeremymeeks at icloud.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, rate it, and tell three friends. Be sure to check out my website, leadershipislistening.com. Again, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful day.